There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, how's it going? Well, yeah, it's good. We are in season eight of the Curse of Oak Island. Can you believe it? No, actually, I can't. It's finally here. Like, I've been dying for, well, last night forever. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting mm-hmm. to find out what they did during this whole crazy pandemic the whole world is going through. Seriously. And what they were up to and what they could do on the island. And we got some yeah. answers. Yeah, we sure did. I mean, we started you know, podcasting. I guess this is our third year now. That's really kind of weird to say. Yeah, third season of podcasting about the Curse of Oak Island. I love it. I do too. Yeah, and things keep getting bigger and better for the podcast. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, you know, a lot of people probably have seen this by now. But um, in case some of the podcast listeners don't know that it exists, Mm -hmm. last night we had a a pregame. Yes. Uh, It was a live stream on Facebook. And we had Steve Guptill. Yes. And Laird Niven yes. join us, and it was amazing. Yeah, it, it was a really good time. Um, like you said, we've kind of been growing over the past couple of years, particularly this last year. We've we started doing pregames an hour mm-hmm. before. We're yeah. doing trivia, trivia every week, every Oak week. Island trivia. Giving stuff away. Yeah, if you haven't uh, participated in that, you need to do it. It's a lot of fun, actually. During this podcast, we are going to have a live call-in portion later on where you, listeners, that people in the chat right now, you can like literally call us, mm-hmm. talk to us, tell us what you thought of last night's episode, and then we will ask you a trivia question. If you get the trivia question right, you can win an amazing Oak Island t-shirt. Yes. Yeah. And that trivia question will also appear um, when we do Oak Island trivia on Monday. So you'll have a little leg up. Oh, and then you can, you know, that'll give you a free trivia answer, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're going to have 30 trivia questions come next Monday. So I'm excited for it. Yes. Uh, And we just wanted to take a minute here. Usually we try to get into the meat and potatoes pretty quickly. Yeah. But because we have grown so much so rapidly in this last year, uh, for example, we were talking about we went from, you know, 500 followers over just on Facebook at the beginning of last year yeah. to almost like we're Ten just a couple that. shy <laughs> of 5,000 as well, 5,000 likes. We have like 5,500 followers. That's just on Facebook. That's only a small portion of the people that uh, yeah. have listened to the podcast. So we appreciate you. If you have seriously uh, like this on Facebook mm-hmm. or Twitter or, or Instagram, Instagram. You know, all those places. So we just want to say thank you guys for sticking mm-hmm. with us enjoying the off season with us. Cause we had a blast doing yeah. this trivia stuff and we're so happy to be back for the podcast for the pre-games, mm-hmm. and, you know, just to hang out with all of you, because you guys are awesome. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so. Uh, let's see here. We're a husband and wife team. I mean, you hear us do an intro at the beginning saying we're Deidre and Dustin White. I don't want anyone thinking we're like brother and sister. We're, uh... <laughs> no, we're husband and wife. And, uh, you know, actually, we were brought up on another uh, YouTube live stream last night, and they kept okay. calling us uh, Dustin, Deidre and Dustin White of uh, Expedition Unknown Fame. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I'll take it. Uh, sure. I'll take it. No, we were on Expedition Unknown. Uh, mm-hmm. It was actually a friend of ours, uh, Amy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a um, YouTube uh, channel. Tr- ch- channel, thank you, 
for treasure hunting mm -hmm. and we uh sponsor a prize giveaway for it and so amy seeks you're awesome and thanks for doing that and yeah yeah we're avid treasure hunters ourselves so yeah. uh we try to bring a little bit of the perspective of what that process looks like but really we're here to recap have a good time yeah. positive and fun place for you to meet fellow oak island acorns and mm -hmm. chat with us that's so, right should right. we do it yeah now that we got all that out of the way we're ready to dive into season eight of the curse of oak island i am i was i don't know i was just like thrilled to have the episode last night. yeah seriously and, like I, you know i was so anticipating the episode that you know actually just prior to a couple of days ago we didn't know we were going to talk to uh steve and laird mm -hmm. and so I don't know that was icing on the cake and it was actually we ate our cake before the main course which was the curse of oak island oh i was like what yeah we ate our dessert first because we got to hang out with laird niven archaeologist extraordinaire, extraordinaire. and we got to uh hang out with steve guptill like the guy that wields the prism pole of truth the on royal the island cartographer the royal cartographer so right. it was awesome if you guys haven't seen that yet go to facebook.com oak island podcast you can check it out and listen to it it's like almost an hour long just chilling with them mm -hmm. uh yeah it's a good time so all right, all right we're what five and a half minutes in i think we should dive into the good stuff the good stuff so oh where gosh. do you want to start do we go down the maddie blake special as we call them and yeah yeah let's it all kind of ties special. together yeah well he had a lot of stuff that i think ended up sh showing up in the first episode right all right so um we can talk about what we saw in maddie blake and then when we get to that portion of the episode itself maybe we just refer back oh mm -hmm. yeah we talked about that with the maddie yeah that'll work all right so maddie mm -hmm. gets to oak island yep hangs out with rick and marty mm -hmm. billy billy jack, sighting jack and gary they're all in the war room together yes right? and then we had some people like teleconferenced in who was teleconferenced in let's see i Trying to catch up on my notes here. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Maddie joins him in the war room. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Oh my gosh. Maddie. Okay. So Where are my people Craig, on my Zoom? Craig. Craig. Charles, thank you. Scott. Mm -hmm. You know who Scott is? Scott. Scott. Hearts for Scott. Okay. Hearts for Scott. It's a thing. If you if you come to hang out with us in uh, Oak Island trivia, Scott Barlow and Steve Guptill and a few they they actually join us and mm -hmm. hang out with us while we're doing the Oak Island trivia and the uh the well, chat gets flooded with hearts because we have, we have this uh, inside joke that's uh, hearts for Scott and so hearts for Scott Barlow always we had Alex Doug and Steve they were all conferencing you know what mm -hmm. I thought was funny what? I was I was uh, watching that part and I was like oh my gosh so Craig has to conference in mm -hmm. but and billy is at the table like, right billy sorry craig billy well, took your spot <laughs> marty's like well craig kind of got the short end of the stick yeah. and uh so he's, like, he's here <laughs> but no nah, it's all good yeah he was on he was in nova scotia yes they all made it to the island which yes. is great yes 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 that was super important like that's something we just didn't know going into uh -huh. the season because you know all the crazy stuff's been happening in the world mm -hmm. and, he, and the border being shut down we weren't sure that we were going to get a season eight mm -hmm. and which is what maddie brings up and for a long time we were all just kind of like is there a season eight mm -hmm. there ended up being a season eight yeah so, thank goodness right you know one thing maddie said a couple times during this preview this uh this maddie blake uh -huh. special was that it's a shortened season uh -huh. and i'm hoping that just means like they had less time on the island uh -huh. but we're going to get the same amount of episodes because i don't know well, yeah, we they, had 
they sound like it's such a big season because they've had all these fines. I hope they can break those into a whole bunch of episodes so we get at least 20 or so, mm-hmm. you know, like we have in the past couple of years. Well, considering that this aired like at typical time, mm-hmm. right, that we would expect the Curse of Oak Island to start airing on the regular basis. Yeah. Um, it. I mean, that gives me hope that we're still going to get a lot of episodes. Yeah, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, on this first episode, like, usually we're not diving into things. We're not digging right away. We're yeah. not getting to these big things or big finds super quickly. I mean, usually we're getting our setup, and then, like, episode two, we're going into it but this was the first episode and they're like let's put some people down a case yeah let's jump right in yeah literally like let's put tony in the swamp let's yeah a lot going on that's a good sign let's let's uh, power through some of this okay all right so um maddie asked about what was going on in uh, smith's cove Mm -hmm. they talk about the uh bump out they had last year mm-hmm. and that the age for some of the wood was dated to 1741 mm-hmm. and alex was particularly excited about smith's cove mm-hmm. uh, marty says that rick thinks there might be two or more two or three or more stories going on on the island and that's just bonkers mm-hmm. like forever it was just money pit the three boys trying to figure they would love to know what happened before that but they had no answers mm-hmm. and now suddenly they have lots of dates questions. back to 1200 mm-hmm. in the paved area in the swamp it's just it's mind-blowing so yeah it's just it, it's what we were talking about kind of towards the end of last year mm-hmm. and debating is this really just one story yeah and hey if rick is starting to think maybe yeah. it's more stories maybe yeah for sure i believe in you rick mm-hmm. i believe you yeah, so uh, at one point, Jack was there at the table, and he said that what they found this year makes the paved area seem small. <laughs> That's mind-blowing. Like, the the paved area was such a big deal in Season 7. It still is a big deal. It still deal. is a big deal, but, like, what did they find? Yeah, that could be potentially a bigger deal than the, the treasure, maybe? <laughs> maybe they found the treasure <laughs> in the swamp. Yeah, right by the paved stone yeah, area, right. so it's, like, you know, bigger. Uh, yeah, I'll, most of the episode, the actual episode was like, well, not most of it, but a uh-huh. big chunk of it was the uh, possible tunnel between the money pit and uh, the uh, the swamp area, right? Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it's craziness. Yeah. And then even as Marty points out, when scientists, which they have plenty on the island, <laughs> are using words like definitive, that's a big deal. When yeah. it comes to, especially the swamp and this whole challenge of whether or not it's yeah. man-made, yeah. you know, we're all a little hesitant to well, jump in that camp. Yeah, so like uh, Marty was saying that they used to say things like highly probable. Mm-hmm. No, definitive. Mm-hmm. Like there's no question whatsoever. Man-made stuff going on in the swamp. Exciting. Mm-hmm. All right, so Rick says that the archaeology on the island has expanded and they needed a, a team of three archaeologists. And that's just like, what? three like, like they Laird's clone got, Laird? L- yeah like well laird probably you know he could he could do so much well yeah and there's so much going on the island like they needed to expand he's quick with the trowel but the archaeologist team that's yes. amazing and yeah so and even craig mentions you know we've got new experts come in so we have like you said two more archaeologists mm-hmm. We'll talk more about yeah, them. Yeah, we'll in a talk bit. more about them. I, I'm very excited about that yeah. team in sure. particular. Sure. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see here. And then we have, so kind of talking about, they take, they take Maddie out to lot 15. Okay. Lot 15. Which we hear a lot of. We do. <laughs> it seems to be really uh, popular right now. And Rick obviously brings up that lot 15 is a new area of interest for him. And Doug lets him know. <laughs> Get ready to step back in time, Maddie. And I'm thinking time machine. Yeah, DeLorean. Maybe. Uh, phone booth from Bill and Ted. <laughs> it, yeah. Maddie's excited. Yeah, Craig talks about the wood that came out of borehole OC1 dating to 1706. I mean, that's like almost 100 years before the discovery of the money pay. That's uh -huh. big, big stuff. And it confirms that uh, he confirmed that they're digging in the money pit area again this year. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. Yep. We knew it was going to happen though, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Maddie joined Terry, Doug, Steve, Charles, Craig, and Rick at the Money Pit. The Money Pit, and, right? Yeah, they're looking at some kind of, I don't know. what They had some uh, choice sausage on the on the countertop, right? Or something like that. <laughs> on the counter. Yeah, on the outdoor war room. The or, outdoor war room will. table, that's right. Yeah, so I had noticed I had written down, the bag says C9, mm. September 11th, mm. 20, so 2020. Square nail, 95 feet. Wow, I didn't even... Wait, hey, don't give that away. That might be trivia questions, silly. Then it's a good thing that they're here. Yeah. So, um, but then right after that, Charles pulls out of his top pocket <laughs> because he's standing in as the detectorist since Gary wasn't there yet, <laughs> uh, and shows him this artifact, which is a square nail. Yeah, yeah, pretty good stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, I'm not going to use the Maddie Blake special for questions for trivia. Okay. Just FYI. It's just going to be the the proper episode. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, yeah. And Charles said that there there's gold shining things yeah. down in uh, C1, right? Because they, they, C1 like came back from the dead. It's mm -hmm. like the zombie can. It like keeps coming back. It's the only can still there. Mm -hmm. It's a zombie can. Zombie can. Yeah. Well, Charles wants to kick the can again, he says. <laughs> kick the can. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but Maddie brings up that the core that they're looking at on the table, we, oh, yeah, we yeah. all notice it's like heavy in the wood department, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And it's like this this all kind of with the nail and stuff reminds me of Chapel Vault. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about the nail that had some kind of cementish? Yeah, yeah. And something they, on it. Also, they said something about the, the, um, uh, this, whatever they had penetrated, mm -hmm. like the, whatever they had drilled into was a shaft that they didn't have marked, right? Yeah, that yeah. they didn't know That's about. That's pretty before. cool. Like, come on. They've, they've put so many holes down there and they don't have everything figured out. Well, well of course they don't. They don't have the money pit well, in the treasure yet. Even so, maybe I'm skipping ahead here, but Steve, Mm -hmm. So he gets to talking about, well, Maddie asked Steve about, yeah. hey, does this kind of all line up with what you're seeing in yeah, your yeah. data? And we get the shot of the money pit in 3D. <laughs> and all of a sudden, at because they're not straight up and down, these mm -hmm. shafts or the cores that they've done, you know, everything's going to vary a bit. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't, it's hard, it's so hard to drill something straight down. Uh, like for that length, well, and it, it always veers, you know, yeah. it goes one way or another. So you don't always get, you know, if you start at the top, you're probably 
many feet mm-hmm. um, away from your target. Eight, if you're, yeah, ten. if you're like literally uh, trying to go straight down, you're not going to end up straight down. So it's, yeah, it's hard. Well, but what I found really fascinating was that uh, Steve said at that 130 to one, I think it's 130 to 140 foot mark, it's like all everything vanishes, like the end of the different shafts and such because they veered. Yeah. So it's like there is actually this whole area under there that they haven't touched even though when you're looking directly above it looks like the entire thing (laughs) has been cored there's no way it can be anywhere else so unless you can specifically direct those to where they need to go yeah it's tough but it's super awesome and what did uh what did steve say about uh what they're gonna do going forward well it kind of we all know this argues towards the big dig right Mm -hmm. and we've learned that steve has a preference for the Mm -hmm. size of the big dig we heard about it in the episode in the maddie blake special he said um they need to go bigger and deeper like 200 feet wide and 230 feet deep and rick practically (laughs) jumped out of his shoes like say what (laughs) are you serious yeah that's pretty good i'm not paying for it yeah there you go that's the right answer i'm not paying and then maddie goes to craig who is paying for it he's (laughs) like oh what do you think (laughs) craig's like well we should narrow it down further because it means money (laughs) big dig means big money it it does i mean it is what it is Mm -hmm. all right so then we uh head over to the swamp yep and Maddie met up with Rick and Marty, of course. Mm-hmm. Ian Spooner, Billy Gerhart, Billy, Billy, and, and, or oh, huge and, uh, sorry, Billy when I said Ian Spooner, I should have said Swample Stiltskin or right? Swamp Doctor, or Swamp Doctor. Um, yeah. So there's a new friend hanging out with them. Yeah. So we have Miriam. Yeah. Do you know her last name? I can't pronounce Amira. It. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I'm really sorry if you hear this, Miriam. Please tell me. How to say it yeah i apologize but we now. look forward to seeing what you bring to the island yes yeah. so she's also an archaeologist so she's new on the team i love seeing a girl out there it's pretty girl cool power. yeah girl power sure yeah <laughs> yeah it's awesome all right so ian spooner says that it's the driest like summer in for like two decades in nova scotia mm-hmm. like that's that's pretty cool mm-hmm. i mean that's good for them because they got to get a lot done in a short amount of time mm-hmm. so um let's see here uh we see a giant machine out there big old excavator yes uh, so uh, billy's toy of yeah, some kind basically. Uh, he says it's a 30 ton machine that can dig an 80 foot hole that's insane and the tracks are actually like they're pl- pontoons so he could drive straight out in the swamp still if it got flooded yeah you pretty know, cool drain- that's awesome yeah, I bet Billy loves being part of the Oak Island team. Like, well, of course he does. You know, he's already got his. You know, he's Billy actually has his own empire, right? He's got like all these businesses. And yeah. Stuff. But like, I don't know. I bet yeah, he just loves like the opportunity to use some of these other things that he wouldn't normally use in his regular businesses, right? Uh-huh. So it's just pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, well, and well, I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe, Maybe he does. I don't know. I'm just assuming. Him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But Billy did one thing with the excavator during this Maddie Blake special. What did he do? He strategically parked it so that uh, Maddie couldn't see 
behind whatever was you know whatever was behind it because it was something <laughs> big and special yes and we don't know what it is but i'm sure uh i, th I think maddie said he got a peek around it right something i like i don't remember i'm sure he did but uh, yeah you know who knows and this is kind of where everybody keeps hinting that they found something big mm -hmm. and definitive in the swamp man-made and that's amazing. That yeah. is amazing. Ian Spooner was, you know, I think they were, they were actually talking about a lot of Fred Nolan's work in the swamp mm -hmm. and that they um, they did uncover secrets in the swamp. And even Marty agrees with that. And Marty didn't want anything to do with this stinking uh, swamp. swamp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty, pretty good. When you get Marty really excited about the swamp, that's when your ears need to perk up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, seriously. Pay attention. Yeah. So Ian talked about the, you know, definitive man-made workings found in the swamp. Mm -hmm. uh, Miriam agreed. She said it was just incredible. And Miriam also said that she's excited to be part of the team and that every day she's surprised about the things going on on Oak Island. We're excited to have you, Miriam. Heck yeah, we are. All right. So Maddie asked if, um, if this is the most significant thing they found in the mm -hmm. swamp so far. And everyone said, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we got to bring up the fact that, you know, so they like to mess with Maddie a bit when they, they um, show up <laughs> when he shows up. And yeah, he's like the little have... brother, you know, he's, they got to like grab him by the head and give him a noogie. So they're <laughs> like, okay, we're going to give Maddie this thing that he has no idea what it is and billy comes over with <laughs> it looks like a big old eye bolt yeah like it is, it's yeah. huge it's industrial size it's but huge. like i mean for all i know billy pulled it out of the back of his truck and <laughs> no, was like yeah they, you they said it was like hand rock oh i know you know this is old i know geez yeah, a girl like, can joke right, slow right. your roll right, but he was like what is this i mean do you have any uh fantastic ideas I have, I have in, like a million fantastic ideas, uh -huh. but for that, I, yeah, that's not one of them. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably some, you know what? Okay. Let's cut to the chase. They said that, or okay. Dr. Spooner said the thing that, um, that they're looking into is 200 to 300 feet long. Mm -hmm. Tells me probably found a ship in the swamp. Maybe. And that came off the ship and that's telling, you know, it's, so obvious that it's uh workings you know mm -hmm. or man-made stuff you know i don't know that's what it says maybe to me. but maybe it's not. a wharf okay maybe but i don't know i'm thinking i'm thinking ship i think they actually found a ship i think it's at least ship related i think it's in ship shape <laughs> <laughs> yeah something that relates to ships sure. mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know marty marty just uh said again he's so excited because it's just definitive you know mm -hmm. that's like it's, you know, one of uh, one of our favorite clips from Laird, you know, I should play it right now, but uh, it said uh, it's indisputable. You yeah. Know? It's like that kind of thing. Like, you, here, can't you know, what? I'm just going to press it. You can't dispute it. It's not disputable. Yeah, it's not disputable. You so know, that's definitive. what definitive means. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty good. Even, the even though, definition even though Laird wasn't talking about this moment, you know, he, he probably would. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, yeah, it's just amazing. Pretty good stuff. And then Billy... Um, oh yeah, you already said that. Oh, I in my note I, here I put that Billy lets Maddie hold an artifact, and it looks like the top of Steve's staff of raw. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe Steve's <laughs> staff of raw broke. Yeah, it, it's like supposed to be the artifact that actually makes it special. It like broke off the yeah, carbon they, fiber. All he stick. has to do now is go stand in the right spot. The sun will shine straight through that hole and into the ice holes and yeah. say, "Go through here," yeah, and it'll reveal all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Mystery 
solved. Okay, maybe not solved. Okay, I tried. All right. Uh, What's next? We hear from Gary and Jack. Gary so, and Jack. Attack. Attack. Uh, but I'm glad Jack wasn't missing early. Man, he's all over this first episode. Yeah, lots of Jack. This is great. Yeah, he was like, um, he was missing in action last year, mm -hmm. and he is back with a vengeance. So, good job. And Happy to have you, Jack. Gary, so we kind of dive into this whole, Gary's brought new equipment, expensive equipment, and shows Maddie how it works. We see how it works later mm -hmm. in the episode again. The uh, OKM EXP 6000. Yes. Yes. I wrote 600, but I'm guessing it's 6,000 and I just missed a zero. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, during the episode, we'll probably touch on this mm -hmm. again later, but it was funny that, uh, cause I think he was showing that, uh, that system to Laird mm -hmm. and Laird's, uh, cause it can detect up to 10 feet for metal. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, wow, you're going to need an excavator to, uh, dig that out. And Jack's like, or no, and Gary's like, well, I got it right here. And he's pointing to Jack. He's like, it's a Jack 6,000. That's amazing. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm on board. So we got the Jack 6000. Uh, it comes paired with, you know, Gary's new machine. So yeah. it can metal detect down to... Gary's toys. He has uh, fun new toys, too, just like Billy. Yes. So it can metal detect down to 10 feet, but we can see other disturbances like voids, tunnels. Minerals. Minerals. Uh, and especially vaults. And vaults. he says that every time that he explains it, yeah. Because... Vaults. Naturally, mm -hmm. that's what's going to be there. Mm -hmm. uh, and explains that the green slash blue is the normal mm -hmm. quote-unquote area probably iron since they're well i think it's just more of like undisturbed soil and then like the red was like all the, the red is non-ferrous mm. and so when they're getting a lot of hits mm -hmm. what they would like to do is be able to go out there with something like this that can detect the really deep stuff yeah, yeah. in places that they've got roaches and i mean wouldn't you want to take that and look for cavities Heck below yeah. where you think treasure's been dropped. Heck yeah. Do you notice how fast Gary moves? Yeah, he's just, he just like speeding along. He was practically running. Uh, okay, it felt not running, like but he's it, going pretty He's quick. a speedwalker. Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was just impressed because yeah. that is much faster yeah. than before. Yeah, it's really good. Yep. So I'm excited for Jack and Gary's tag team action this year. Um, then let's see, what else did we have? We have, um, Oh, Gary did mention that uh, they found one of the oldest artifacts ever found on Oak Island. Or is that probably the oldest artifact ever found on Oak Island? And maybe in the entire Americas. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like showing him something. It's like in the palm of his hand. Is it that coin they found in the first episode? Or is it something else? I don't know. I'm not sold hmm. that it's necessarily coin? the coin that they... I guess we'll find out maybe episode two or three. I, I would have... I Fingers hope crossed. so. Yeah. I mean, if they know how old it is, I'm assuming they're going to share that well, with us. You know, the 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 lead cross mm -hmm. is could be like 1300 mm -hmm. AD, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if it is, that's old, and they're saying they're like they're like ah, this blows everything else way out of the water. Like, are we talking BC? Yeah. Like, what are we like, talking about here? You for know? serious, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on the fact over on like lot 15, we get the opportunity to meet one of the other new archaeologist i mean mm -hmm. he's not a new archaeologist but he's no, an archaeologist new he's new to the team but not lineage as far no. as like oak island goes his roots run deep Very it's oak deep. Roots. like like probably deeper as deep as you can go yeah so he's a direct descendant of 
the McGinnis family. Yeah, Daniel McGinnis, like the guy that's uh -huh. like the leader of the people that found, like, discovered the money thing. Yeah, that we hear about all the time. Their foundation. Yeah, like, the McGinnis Foundation. You know, I'm, I'm surprised uh, this this new gentleman that we see, uh -huh. uh, his name's David, mm -hmm. uh, isn't going to stake and claim on that land. He's like, no, this is my <laughs> land. This is my family's land. It's no, it's just. So it's he's crazy. so how many great grandfather? Four, boy? four greats. So great, 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 great grandfather is Daniel McGinnis. That's pretty sweet. That is, I, that's so cool, and I'm really and glad. Didn't really know about it growing up. Yeah, that's it crazy. Said, it's not like something that they talked about, yeah. and then hmm. as thanks ancestry, like I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know, is that a uh, yeah, advertisement maybe, plug? Yeah, maybe there? they maybe they figured it out in ancestry, or right? Something. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and he discovered this and so of course he's got a very vent ventured and what i want to say he's very invested in this yeah vested yeah. interest thank you yeah and like um one thing i did notice is his name is spelled different than mm -hmm. daniel mcginnis like mcginnis was um with a g at mm -hmm. least that's what they show us on the show all the yep. time and his, his uh, name is like mcginnis mm -hmm. with an i and um we were talking about that briefly earlier. And when I did my own family tree through mm -hmm. ancestry mm -hmm. a while back, I discovered, so my last name's white. Mm -hmm. our, well, our last name is white. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my, I don't know, 20th times great grandfather or whatever. Um, they spelled it W H Y T E back then. And it's just like the color now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, yeah. things change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like my maiden name shepherd. And as I went back into my lineage, it's, the spelling has changed greatly. Two P's, yeah, two and D's. H, all these other <laughs> things. Um, on my mother's side, it's Connor, mm. and you know, it started out as O'Connor, and mm. you know, you're the maybe name related to Darcy O'Connor, maybe. Yeah. Don't but know. Anyways, it just something to bring up. I love seeing him. I really like it. He's straightforward. He's you know, he'll I like that he tells you how it is, but he also kind of tells a story with it. Yeah, he's a little bit quirky too, and I yeah. like that. He has a he has a character, you know. He's like a specific, uh, like in my mind, he has his own character now. I okay, love I just like him. I think his he's a personality. Cool guy. I like. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to have him on the team. I hope he's in a lot of episodes. Mm -hmm. I I can see why they'd be very complimentary, like him and Laird. Yeah, and then he's there with his. Um, he's being assisted by Aaron. Yeah, Aaron Taylor. Yes. So Aaron Taylor was on Oak Island last season. Mm -hmm. He was brought to the island by Dr. Ian Spooner, the mm -hmm. Swample Silskin guy. Yep. Right. Um, and yeah, so I mean, he's been there before, and it's cool to see him show back up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I just wanted to say I was super excited about that. They let Maddie get in there and <laughs> see how to use a trowel. We got some expert. Oh man, I'm tempted to press uh, that button. Leave the trowel. Uh, but we we got shown how to use a trowel yeah which i was kind of excited about and we learned about there being charcoal there and i guess it never dawned on me charcoal being dateable yeah yeah well that when you met me i was kind of like charcoal and i thought i was undateable but you showed uh -huh. me wrong uh -huh. you're so and funny. it worked out in my how favor i don't know I'm, i i just do you I, I just think the word things? dateable was funny. Oh, okay. That's it. My that's bad. It. That's it. My bad. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, and it shows them recording and photographing everything. And then what we move on to kind of wrapping up with Rick and Marty. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, Marty didn't think there'd be a season eight. He just didn't think he thought it was like done. He was for the sure season. they were done. Taking so. the year off. Mm hmm. 
You know, you know, Rick would never well, take Rick a year would off. not allow. He would have swam to Oak Island if he had to. Yep. But um, yeah, Rick said that they made more important discoveries this season than usual. So mm -hmm. like, what? I think it's really interesting that even so among this pandemic, it really has fo forced the efforts to be focused in a different type of way, right? Yeah, yeah. It's almost like we've taken a step back, looked at the big picture and been able to focus things just so completely differently than what we've done in the past that it's gonna result in new fruits something different it sounds like it's been huge yeah well we have doug like you know living at the research center right mm -hmm. and he is basically you know just <laughs> finding every little nugget that they can turn into a project mm -hmm. and they're just they're they're just going with it this mm -hmm. year. So I appreciate all the, everything that Doug Kroll uh, has been up to. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought, so when Maddie puts it across, like, give, give me a word to sum up this season to each of them. They're like a word, you know, that's not a, enough. And Rick, he, he lets him have a phrase. Rick says, hold on to your seats. It's pretty. Yeah. And Marty says, things you wouldn't have thought existed then you that, know i can't even speculate on that because I, I you know like it's something we wouldn't even think about I, it's gonna be something crazy maybe they found a ufo well <laughs> like, i i feel like if marty is that blown away yeah. then like, maybe what else could it be i don't know like maybe that's what they found in the swamp like that <laughs> it's maybe a 300 that's foot how, long ufo yeah well maybe. that wouldn't be man-made that'd be like alien-made so maybe, okay. Yeah, guess I mean, it could be. I mean, we do know that the brackish water holds high amounts of lead and all kinds of probably crazy mercury stuff. too, right? Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, Marty said that he was ready to put an X in the money pit this, mm -hmm. like after last year, but um, he thinks that the money pit could be hiding, like, like literally, it could be hiding now. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have some eye-opening evidence that it's still there. Boom! Those the dynamite. Yeah. So pretty crazy. All right, so now that's kind of the Maddie Blake special. So yep. good job, Maddie Blake. That was awesome. Yeah, Mate, I after, enjoyed it. After the episode last night, Maddie Blake went live. Mm -hmm. You know, he does like... Uh, Sometimes he does a little Yeah, he just something. has like a little Q&A mm -hmm. kind of deal. It was fun. We uh, tuned in. And um, he actually, during that um, uh, post-game, I guess, live yeah. stream, uh, he agreed to be on our pre-game live stream at some point this yeah, season so sure did. yeah so be on the lookout maddie blake's gonna be joining us on our pre-game um and maybe not maybe next week, we should but finish like ironing that out with him he said he's gonna be there That's so maddie true. you're gonna be there we're excited to have you and yeah yay yeah okay so i guess we dive right in he said he loved our podcast so he did that was sweet yeah. thanks all That's right so nice. yes okay so now finally we're like over 35 or 35 minutes into the podcast now we're getting to season eight episode one mm -hmm. all right let's let's blast through this thing huh okay so usually we break this up by location we mm -hmm. say okay let's talk about what happened in the money pit or whatever do or you want to do it this yeah. way no i think we just need to kind of go step by step this time because they keep going back it's like war room one there other was thing two war hours room, one other thing so it's a little cray cray yeah let's just go in order kind of Okay, uh, top know, of the episode. Yeah, we had Clotworthy finally. Oh, yes, man, it's so good to hear him. Like I missed him. Mm -hmm. He's like explaining, you know, the impact of COVID nineteen on the yes. team, on the world, the world, 
on Oak Island, mm-hmm. and it shows an empty war room. Mm-hmm. Like people can't it's really sad. Go to work at this point, you know. But then we do get an update from Traverse City, Michigan. That's true. And it even gives us the date and the time. Yep. So June seventeenth, ten seventeen a.m., twenty twenty, Marty's office. We have Jack, Rick, Marty, Alex, and Craig. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, let's join the rest of the team over there in Canada. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, so literally we have like a Brady Bunch thing happening on um, the screen suddenly. Yes. Right? With this giant Zoom call mm-hmm. that has everybody, almost everybody. Mm-hmm. There's a couple people missing. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was almost everybody was on this giant Zoom call talking about the future of the fellowship of the dig mm-hmm. and what their plans are it, exactly and it, like marty says you know they're looking at two options what does it look like with us being able to get there and maybe with us not being able to yeah. get there mm-hmm. and the dig must go on the dig must go on but we did have um so tom nolan mm-hmm. was explaining how the uh, provinces of Prince Edward Island, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia kind of like came to an agreement to let people travel between those. Mm-hmm. So they weren't all confined where um, they couldn't, you know, move around. Because I think like like Scott Barlow mm-hmm. lives on Prince Edward Island, right? Yes, he does. And so he was able to come into Nova Scotia, get to the island, mm-hmm. start work. You know, Doug, Steve, Laird, all those guys were able to get to the island and, you know, do what they need to do while uh you know most of the leadership was stuck in the united states because Mm -hmm. the border was closed yeah so they could travel within what the atlantic bubble i guess yeah the bubble right Mm -hmm. so nova scotia new brunswick and prince edward island yeah it sounds like they're all within kind of that yeah proximity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there uh with this year being crazy war rooms i think they've now been dubbed war zooms <laughs> war zooms instead yeah. of war rooms <laughs> i didn't hear that but yeah that's oh, pretty good you're, yeah. you're coining that right now oh so well job. i can't take credit i heard mm. it and but mm. i think we should now refer to them as war zooms well i think this is might be the only episode where we get it so really i don't know it looks like everybody know. else is uh joining them on the island starting next week we'll see we'll see I, if we'll someone see. has to phone in it's a war zoom okay <laughs> You have to phone a friend. Sure. <laughs> All right. So um, Marty says that the guys in Nova Scotia are, that are on the, you know, the fellowship, right? They are the fellowship right now. And he's depending on them to keep moving that ball. Mm-hmm. So Ian gives him an update on the swamp and the new equipment, including the special sonar. Mm-hmm. And we'll get more into that later. But uh, they do show a recap of what happened in the swamp last year. Big stuff. Ian then wants to target a feature in the cove known at or, in the cove area of the swamp and i'm thinking to myself oh is that like swamp's cove Ooh, ian's cove ian's cove huh maybe it just should be billy's cove is everything billy's cove basically <laughs> billy's bay that's right done mm-hmm. by billy's bay and then gary has plans mm-hmm. what are his plans uh, that's what i'm looking for uh well <laughs> we already talked about that yeah, gary's plans are to do some more deep scanning yeah. um we went into that with maddie and of course they're all excited about that and we got to get gary to the island got to get gary to the island yep and you know he makes it eventually Mm -hmm. but um yeah rick asked doug about his uh researching Mm -hmm. and doug has been isolated on the island and he found two new survey maps including a geophysical study by behringer Mm -hmm. and uh, also a, a, a 
cool map by or survey map by Fred Nolan that they've been taking some particular cool. interest in. Yeah, that uh, Fred and Dan from when they were working together, mm -hmm. and then this survey from 1988, mm -hmm. and we're seeing there were non-ferrous hits, potentially a tunnel, mm -hmm. and then that it disappeared up on, and then, yeah, just some poof. Or as Terry calls it, the Sleeping Beauty survey. Yeah, like, Sleeping Beauty. It's right. like, here you go. Well, what is he doing? Is he kissing it, waking it up now? And let's go dig it up. Well, if that's all it would have taken. <laughs> He's like, I'll but... kiss all the pieces of paper if it gives us treasure. Well, even then, <clears throat> like Marty said, this feels like we found a treasure map in Grandma's purse or in her <laughs> attic. And I'm thinking, goodies, they found it in the attic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so Rick and Marty thank the team for their efforts, for staying together as a team, and then we head to the money pit. Of course, we're yeah. uh, going to open up C1. Yeah, we have Doug and Charles. Mm -hmm. They are out there, and they greet uh, an old face to the island, like somebody that's been there a couple years ago that we haven't seen face, in a while. That's mean. Okay, well, he's just someone we haven't seen in a couple seasons. Someone we're familiar with. Yeah, yeah. we haven't seen a Mike Huntley in quite a while. Yeah, well, he was a he's a diver, yeah. and he actually went down into borehole C1. Mm -hmm. um, what was it, 2017? Yep. And, uh, yeah, he didn't find anything down there, but he did have some metal uh, detector hits down mm -hmm. there. And that comes up, he, he mentions that later on in, a, you know, what with their workings in this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... Yeah, so Doug and Charles meet him out there. We it, we just kind of get a taste of them setting up in order to go down. Hey, you know what's funny? Like, okay, so they did a little flashback of like, you know, what was going on in C1 when they first did the exploratory borehole where, um, you know, Dave's like, oh, the shiny gold thing, you know? And then um, they have like this guy that's part of the drill team mm -hmm. and he says huge cavity mm -hmm. i'm thinking like, man that guy's getting a lot of play like lately it's just funny because like we haven't seen him since then we yeah, don't, i don't even know true. who he is but he's just like you just hear huge cavity you know like multiple yeah, times tonight dropping it yeah pretty funny uh do you want to finish up the money pit or the whole thing yeah well, what else we... you got because like uh, i'm gonna have to flip through the end of my notes and try okay. to find no, you're this fine stuff. you're yeah. fine let's uh, bounce over to irving where is where they go to next right so okay. rick marty and craig uh they're joining via zoom yeah to irving equipment limited yeah and david irving is mm -hmm. uh throwing out some proposals mm -hmm. and one of them was pretty crazy looking mm -hmm. the honeycomb dig proposal whoa like I like honeycombs, you know, like the cereal. It's good stuff. But when you look at it on in the money pit, that looks like crazy. Oh, I'm really, I'm I mean, not sure cool. how I feel about the honeycomb method because I don't like even when we backfill, like the other holes, mm -hmm. we're still we still get backfill when we put down caissons mm -hmm. and are pulling it up. It's not like they're leaving those in there. Yeah, at which. Marty asks, are we leaving each of them in there? And nope. no, unless there was something that they were like super interested in, right? They mm -hmm. can then put in more or less a temporary sleeve case on casing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Move on to another one and come back to it later. But yeah, I'm on the edge about that too. Like, it'd be cool to see him to do it, mm -hmm. but like, I don't know. I have my heart set on the big dig. Yeah. Like I want the, I want the big dig that Steve Guptill proposed. Right. You know? I want I'm 200 feet wide, 230 feet deep because they can legit turn that into a tourist attraction and keep it empty. 
Yeah. I know that's like totally even if they different. had to take stairs down there, I would go down and up those stairs to visit the bottom of the money pit. I'd rather take an elevator, but I would take the stairs. You know what I'm saying? That's saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I guess we're on board is what we're saying. Yeah, we want. I want Steve's. Uh, I'm going to raise my hand for Steve's plan. But I mean, if, if they go with the honeycomb deal, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited to see what they find. You must yeah. be a Guptill groupie then. You're on no, board that's with you. Plan. You talk to him a lot more than me. Okay. <laughs> DJ's like best friends with. I with, am not best friends. And Barlow, those guys. <laughs> Barlow's a funny guy. Huggy Guppy. All right. What else? <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, yeah. So they explained the honeycomb method, and I get the strength and how it mm-hmm. would be better, but I'm I'm still not fully sold. It sounds like Marty may not even be fully sold because he says, "Okay, pause. Uh, get back to us with a presentation on logistics, right? So mm-hmm. how are we going to move the spoils? They're out eight and... foot cans too. Yeah, like those are the big ones. Those are the big ones that they did last year, like with Vanessa and mm-hmm. Rock Equipment. And there was so many of them. Like I counted, mm-hmm. there was over eighty. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot, you know. And that's just insanity because they did three last year. Yeah, so. I just. I have, a, I have a hard time with it but something i did catch was they're saying well because the big dig could be you know another two years away and mm-hmm. i'm going what two years <laughs> it could be so before we start you know something I, that we didn't touch on um about the island being shut down mm-hmm. basically for a while so like all the tours were canceled right yeah and Deidre and i were actually we wanted we had a tour plan for may and it didn't happen yep sad yeah it was sad yeah so but uh silver lining Mm -hmm. is they didn't have to basically shut down work on the island on the weekends to allow these tours to go through so Mm -hmm. guess what sorry steve sorry doug sorry all you guys out there you had to work basically seven days a week you know that's just that's Uh, probably what maybe did you guys get any days off they don't stop i don't know scott likes to be on the water he does, but you know, <laughs> they have to have a day off to recharge. Can Maybe. you imagine how I'm long just those saying? Days like, are? I bet you they got more done because oh, yeah. they didn't have to, you know, accommodate the tours, which I'm sure they're happy to do. Mm-hmm. I bet but, it was you know. eerie quiet, like, yeah, with not having everybody probably come strange. Through. Yeah, for yeah, sure. probably. All right, so then we had back to the money pit. Yep, uh, Mike Huntley is uh, they had they're submerging this uh camera mm-hmm. and uh when they showed the camera i was like wow that looks like a robot mm-hmm. or like a alien or something you know it's like it looked like kind of like johnny five from uh short circuit you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so anyway they put it down visibility is actually really good like it was surprising yeah. it, ha- it had a light on it visibility was good the inside of that can looked really corroded huh yeah like all like bubbled up yeah and... it's pretty crazy because yes. i'm pretty sure it's really smooth when they first put it in well i would think so <laughs> uh yeah yeah so they get to the bottom of the case on and you could clearly see the teeth around it which was that really was cool. really cool i think that's really neat yeah i was i really like seeing that and uh they get down to like what 170 feet depth yep and they could see gold ish like colors. a golden triangle yeah. shaped object yeah. on the wall pretty neat i mean that's got to like perk up their little, you know, the Is hair it, on the back of their neck or whatever, you know, right? like shiny gold thing. Shiny gold. That's, that's what, what we're what here want. looking for. That's what in they want. One. Shiny gold thing. Yeah. So um, they find they find something that looks like that. Then they find another little one. And mm-hmm. uh, Charles described it. It might be pea size, but it's gold. 
Yeah. So they need to take note of it. And uh, they found a third um, one. So they had three targets going down there. Mm -hmm. Plus whatever Dave and uh, Charles saw back in the day mm -hmm. on the camera being put down the borehole originally. Mm -hmm. So basically they have four possible targets down there. And that got Rick really excited. Well. Yeah, any gold targets, let alone four. Yeah, so it's just a good chance. So they didn't hesitate in making a decision to sending somebody down there to investigate, mm -hmm. which they did. And unfortunately, it wasn't Mike Huntley because he had other obligations, yep. I guess. So he left, mm -hmm. and we had a new team come. Or am I getting ahead of ourselves? No, you're right. So Doug says, let's wrap it up. Let's call the guys. So we do another war Zoom. Yeah, yeah. So we do a lot of this. We do something. We need to go update the rest of the team. That's Just, the whole episode. Remote control. It is. And yeah. so we see Doug taking charge a lot more of a lead yeah, yeah. Uh, over mm -hmm. on the island. And so, you know, they zoom on in and on in. let them know that they had a successful operation at yeah. C1. And Mike, Mike Cunley was actually on that Zoom call with them. Mm -hmm. And he's... He, said hey that might be the area where i um had done metal detecting and got hits mm -hmm. on on the metal wall yeah and they weren't able to find him the second time they tried yeah. back in 2017 so i mean that's promising that sounds really good mm -hmm. i bet he, he was kind of like uh i wish it was me going down there you mm -hmm. know i would be but everybody's excited that's on the call and like you said they don't hesitate they said okay let's Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do the it. thing. Let's, Let's go it. check it out. So according to Robert Clotworthy, two days later, we have a new crew and diving team coming in and they mean business. Yeah, they had a lot of people, a lot of equipment and they... a lot of GMCs. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of GMCs in this episode. There is. So RMI Marine, mm -hmm. they were called in to do the, the dive. Mm -hmm. And um, it looks like the uh, the leader from that company or mm -hmm. maybe the manager Owner, or something i don't know yeah. rob rich ritzy right yep but uh, they specialize in underwater survey and recovery mm -hmm. so sounds good mm -hmm. sounds like the people that need to be there so we had jack uh gary craig rick and marty join in via teleconference mm -hmm. zoom they zoomed yep. right in and um they were told that the dive was gonna be out 20 minutes mm -hmm. And they had a hyperbaric chamber set up to avoid the bends for the diver. Yeah. And the diver's name is case. Tyler Newton. And then they also had ambulance on standby. Yep. Because you never know. Safety first. Safety first. That's uh, everybody's top priority. Mm -hmm. So they have the hyperbaric chamber mm -hmm. and they get to watch the play by play. Mm -hmm. And so they lowered them into the hole. Mm -hmm. They have this little trap door on the bottom of the mm -hmm. cage that he went in. He kind of he zoomed himself down basically yep. and he took some samples and looked around and he cut something off the wall something that looked a little bit shiny poof and then it floated away sad. down to the bottom could that have been a coin maybe maybe not but maybe maybe i don't know like it, it, it like okay it did look so good. when I was a kid, a big thing, like if you go to a video store, like they don't they don't have video stores anymore, you know, what? you know, like Blockbuster or <laughs> yeah. something. So they had this machine where you or not machine, it's just like this plastic thing. You stick a coin in the top and it's full of water and yeah. it has like a little turny thing on top, and you try to catch it on one of these platforms. Yep. And then you'll like win a free rental or something. I don't think know? that's the situation here. No, I no, I'm just saying like the way it moved, whatever that was, flipping around, it looked just like the way that one of those coins would flip in the water going down to the little platform. Like, so to that's me, where you were going. That's Got where it. I was going. It looked like it could be a coin because that's definitely the movements a coin makes in water. Yeah. Just saying. 
I feel really bad for Tyler because <laughs> yeah, he Tyler. was he was like, oh, and then used a <laughs> different Beep. word. Mm -hmm. And it I, I just I'm sure he gets a lot of guff for that. Sure. It's like, OK, I guess we'll move on to trying to get some other samples. And they do. Mm -hmm. And then he gets out of there. Mm hmm. And then Rick comes in. He's like, well, you know what? We really want to find that thing that he dropped. So mm -hmm. we'll just pump air in yeah. and suck the water out and get the uh, mm -hmm. all the silt and everything from the bottom to come up through. It's a technology they used that back in season one, episode one. One. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. You know, um, what did they call it? I forgot what it's even called. Like the technical term. Uh, I, a hydro lift. Is that right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Mm, you're going right. to pump sure. air in, pump stuff out, yeah. let it settle. You're going to have a settlement tank, mm -hmm. see what's in there. Yada yada. yada yada so it sounds like that is the plan right yeah. now yeah charles went through the spoils they they, they thought saw a couple of interesting things but it wasn't what they were looking for mm -hmm. and so marty personally thanked all the guys from rmi marine mm -hmm. uh tyler said he was happy to come back and try again he's mm -hmm. wearing his hard hat backwards yep you, you took note of that right yeah i did I? Like, yeah well, I well you asked me did. like why is he wearing his hard hat backwards yeah, i said seems... trying to be cool i don't know inefficient cool. to me because yeah. if you're wearing it backwards it's not going to protect your noggin properly and you know what safety first it's the he, island he was sitting under a tent and like a he was fine. tents have poles okay. that could fall on his head i think he was probably fine <laughs> all right so the travel ban from between us and canada was relaxed a little bit kind Mar of it. marty alex rick and peter got to go to nova scotia they got to go to straight to quarantine <laughs> here we are over the next two weeks <laughs> so we had you know they were split up um what who who was with who so marty and alex were together yeah it's great to see them on camera together and you're like they're related <laughs> they're definitely definitely related, related. Yeah. and then uh you had peter and rick mm -hmm. together yep. i'm sure they all had a wonderful time they had a happy stayed. quarantine together i cannot imagine rick having to be quarantined yeah well it, it kind of gave you a look over his shoulder him looking out the window longingly you know he, he wanted to be out there i feel so bad so, yeah he's fine poor guy he made it to the island. i saw marty had a bottle of wine in the background that looked drank that's and that's I what marty like, does that's what i would he's do he's a wine guy especially if you're stuck in quarantine all right so marty hopes to find a giant treasure this year mm-hmm uh, they got there. They said the Eagles have landed. We got a war room meeting right away mm -hmm. with Laird, Doug, Ian. And uh, I wrote Doug twice. Wow. Double the Doug? Yeah. Two Dougs. It's <laughs> double like he was cloned. Fun. Yeah. Double the fun. The Doug twins. All right. And so I, I wrote here specifically that they teleconference with the Michigan mob. Mm -hmm. okay? now, of course. Yeah. So um, Laird tells them that David McGinnis, a direct descendant from Daniel McGinnis, and also Aaron Taylor, mm -hmm. Ian's buddy from last year, they're going to be out on the island working with Laird. Mm -hmm. Exciting. Yep. And uh, I think, um, you know, actually Laird was saying that. Mm -hmm. And then um, Marty piped up and said, like, Laird the Believer. They're getting it's Laird's Laird came around. Laird's in. Laird knows what's up. He's seen some crazy stuff on that and he can't explain. That's right. Yeah. All right. Rick goes over the two maps by Behringer and by Fred Nolan. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, Ian will be doing a new kind of survey. We already we, we touched on some of this earlier. Then they show us some aerial photos from 1945 of the swamp. Uh -huh. And it's funny that Clotworthy said they're from nearly 100 years ago. Okay, 1945 is not quite 100 years ago, yeah. Clotworthy. That was 75 years ago, which is, you know, we're getting there. He was there. rounding. Yeah, he rounded he up, yeah. Got a little excited, he maybe. Did. I don't know. Hey, it's in his, he just reads the script, right? Uh -huh. 
All right, and so they uh, follow up on Fred Nolan's notion that there might be a tunnel in between that goes through lot 15 between the money pit mm-hmm. and the swamp. Yes. But what? Hmm? What? A tunnel. A potential tunnel. Yeah, but what are you pointing the at? The Behringer Tunnel. I was pointing at you. Oh, I, like, yeah. I, I'm looking at my notes <laughs> like I'm missing something. You're missing snow. Yes, no, then the they, they Okay, so <laughs> Alex said, hey, we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> or on Zoom tomorrow. <laughs> right? I feel, I mean, they're stuck in quarantine and they have to like kind of keep zooming in to get their updates. And poor Rick's probably like... I, I wish I was there. there. It's Can you give me a live stream right? at all times? So last night, uh, Steve and um, Laird on our live stream told us that literally, literally, Oak Island is like Rick's child. Yeah. Like he cares for the island like a child. Good for him. Yeah. So, I mean, he was missing it. You could tell. You could see it in his face. He just wanted to be there so bad. I know. <clears throat> he gets there, though, eventually. I think in episode two, right? I. <laughs> and looks yeah. like it. All right, so Laird showed up on lot 15, met up with David McInnes and Aaron Taylor. Mm-hmm. David was wearing this sweet headband. Oh, like, yeah. Nobody rocks the headband anymore. No, but I really appreciate it. Yeah, he's keeping that it's sweat out of his efficient. face. Yeah, it's, it's, it was good. And he's just he's just a fun character. I, I enjoyed David McInnes a lot. No, so did I. He smart, but like I like the way he presents information. I think he's a great addition. I can't Definitely. wait to see more from him. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's he's gonna be he's gonna be great. And so they told him that, hey, we found some charcoal, some nails, some slag. And um, Laird says that Lot 15 exceeded his expect- expectations tenfold. So I mean, I mean they lot. must not have been expecting anything, really. Or maybe he was expecting a lot, and that's just... It really blew it out of the water. That, that could just be that big of a deal. Yeah, so David theorized that it may have been a blacksmith shop or something. Yep. But uh, then later on, or actually next, we have a war room meeting with the Michigan mob once again. Well, and I want to point <clears> out <throat> that Laird, you know, he's over there working mm-hmm. and he shows it, shows something he finds to David. Mm-hmm. And it is what looks to be some iron slag. Yeah. And we've seen iron slag in other places. We have. And like, very deep. Isn't it mostly in Smith's Cove? Uh, I thought we were getting some up from the money pit yeah, probably, and all yeah. kinds of places. Yeah, it's been a while since they found, like, you know, since they've been excited about slag. I think that was mostly season six. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. I and think there was some in the money pit. That made me think, well, like, they aren't blacksmithing on the Like, we've <laughs> had that conversation. And this might actually be proof to the contrary. Well, they thought maybe it could be blacksmith. So what do they do? They bring in a blacksmith. Carmen Leg uh, showed mm-hmm. up on the island, but we didn't get to see it, unfortunately. No that's okay no it's not because i really I like know, Herman Lake. True. he's a he's a cool guy but they had um, another zoom room zoom room uh they showed the artifacts the nails the slag definitely not natural features right mm-hmm. it's not a house it's not a barn carmen leg said it was a tar kiln a tar kiln hmm. and it was used to break it could have been used to break down tar or into tar related um products Products. like break down wood Mm -hmm. and so carmen leg (laughs) dated it from 1550 to 1620 and made by the english Mm -hmm. like english style (sighs) yeah well yeah it's mind-blowing we're talking about tar and the what laird brings up is this could potentially tie together some of the activities we've seen in Smith's Cove and over in the swamp in and the money pit. Yeah. Even Laird said something about the money pit. Laird doesn't even like the yeah, money pit. Seriously. He stays out of the money pit and he's like, Whoa, 
Like this can explain some stuff. And the waterproofing. Yeah, and they got this like the charcoal they could get dates off of. Yes. And uh, the 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 actual pieces of stone mm -hmm. said, yeah, they've been fired over and over and over again. And pretty soon, Blair just has to think to himself. You can't dispute it. It's not disputable. It's not disputable. It's not dis this kind of stuff's not disputable. I hundred percent so agree. He's Larry. stoked. I'm sure he's just flipping all in. This is good stuff. Oh, 1550 yeah. to 1620. That's insane. That's like hundreds of years before the money pit was discovered. Yeah. And when we started this whole journey, Marty really set the bar low as far or high <laughs> as far as the dates went. Yeah, to they, make they were him like I think they were happy if they found anything at 1790. Yeah. That was the threshold. We're talking 1500s here. Insanity. We're rewriting history. Crazy. Yeah. So, anywho, we got, um, then, you know, Marty said it had to have been like government or military. Mm -hmm. Military. Yeah. yeah. For it to, because of the size. Uh, man. This is, it's mind blowing stuff. I was not expecting to get this kind of crazy stuff in episode one. In episode one. Yeah. yeah. I, I assumed we were getting a setup. War zooms. Yeah, I thought it would be most like, hey, let's check up with everybody. How's everybody doing? You know, because yeah. they know how much everybody loves the cast. Right. You know, like we love the cast. You guys, everybody listening and watching. I mean, we're invested love in the fellowship. The cast. Yeah, everybody's invested in the fellowship. You know, um, we had a Maddie Blake special last year mm -hmm. where they did more of like in depth into the fellowship. Yeah, that you was know? really cool. It was really cool. You know, I thought it would be almost like that since they're couldn't really maybe do a whole lot on the island because you know we're not there we don't know what's going on mm -hmm. and it just blows my mind that like yeah well whatever i guess that's what the podcast is for now now we could like sit around uh, and speculate well no and we could talk to the people you know like talk to the cast it, when we convince them to when we can convince them to no i'm just saying like we could get that information elsewhere no the show is going straight for the oh yeah stuff. straight for the jugular like oh my gosh, yeah i mean meat and potatoes here mm-hmm Okay, so what do they wrap things up there? Yep. Yeah, Laird said, um, yeah, like you said, ties everything. It could tie multiple places together. Pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. And then David says that uh, they'll be able to determine if there's a tunnel there. That's the next thing we're going to look at. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, next thing we get is we see Jack and Gary are out of quarantine. Yeah, we didn't even know they were in quarantine. Yeah. But yeah, they got there before uh, the the rest of the Michigan mob, mm -hmm. or actually the Michigan mob. Yep. And so they came out, get to the island. And yeah, start we got the Jack 6000. Going to work, yeah. Jack 6000, that's right. Uh-huh. And they're, they, what we talked about before with the Maddie Blake special ahead of time, that how deep it can go. Mm -hmm. Carrie mentions that it sounds like a chicken. Yeah. Buck, 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 buck. Hopefully we find a gold egg. Yeah, that's it. If it's a solid gold <laughs> egg, I mean. Wait, you know. That oh my gosh, that's like what? It, is it foretelling? You know that gold thing they showed in the uh, preview? Oh my god, it looks like a golden egg. Maybe he found a golden egg. Oh my gosh, they were they were like foreshadowing what was going to happen. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh jeez. And so Doug and Steve arrive at the money pit site after that, uh -huh. and uh, they're researching the Beringer survey, marking areas of interest because we're seeing the line that you know mm -hmm. goes near C1 and all the way through. Yeah, so they like they plotted this line and it went like straight through C1 and then it, Steve said if you continue this line it'll go straight through uh, next to the uh the tar kiln mm -hmm. and up into the swamp and mm -hmm. it's like whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Is there a tunnel? I thought it was really interesting cuz they're taking the stuff from the survey to be able to put it into their 3D models. Mm -hmm. The 3D models are 
fascinating. I, I mean, we live in a three-dimensional world. It, it kind of makes sense. So. Yeah, yeah. But it's much easier to draw on a piece of paper, like 2D. So well, it's so good to be able to have the 3D. Well, yeah. yeah. It's a good way to record the information. Yeah, this is back in the day they couldn't. So we're mm -hmm. happy that we have someone like Steve. Steve does it. Yep, Steve does it. It's a gut deal guarantee. It's a gut deal right guarantee. All right, uh, let's see here. We do another war zoom. <laughs> of course. And Terry, Steve, Craig, Dan, Doug, Rick. It's a Markapalooza. It's a Markapalooza. Yeah, we had Terry. I'm so happy that, to see him back there on the mm -hmm. island. He wasn't going nowhere. Nope. We had. You know, we keep talking about the tar kiln uh let's see mm -hmm. here and per steve's maps so from the kiln to the paved area and to the money pit it, if you're walking a straight you know if you're doing a straight line they're 500 feet yeah well, it's nicely centrally located yeah it's almost like a right angle or something mm -hmm. Almost. Almost. But at Almost least like a compass. It seems like a very centralized spot that if I were going to be, say, doing a bunch of blacksmithing mm -hmm. uh, and those items needed to be used in locations such as the money pit or the paved area. Mm -hmm. it, nice location there. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, gosh, it's, it's, uh... this has got to be quite the operation. <laughs> it's got to be. All right. So then they go back to the swamp again. Mm -hmm. We get the swamp doctor. Yep. Ian Spooner out there with one of our favorites. Uh, Tony, that salty the Lord, dog. The Lord, Lord of the, the Swamp, swamp and seas. seas. Yeah, that's right. So Terry Matheson, not Terry Matheson, oh my gosh. Tony Sampson's out there. Um, he, he suits up. Yep. He gets. He puts uh, the Swamp Doctor in the boat. Yep. In a little uh, floating, uh, like a. And pushes boat. him around. And just he, yeah, he's just, he's basically the motor of, yeah, the, he of the boat. He's really excited to get in the swamp. Yeah. And. He's like probably the only one, but actually they're all showing a lot more excitement. That's true. Days, so. But like, as far as getting in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he's not afraid. He nope. just does it. Yeah. Nope. So he's like pushing Spooner around and Spooner has his new toy. Yeah. The new special sonar, which is good for a shallow, more like more shallow water. Mm -hmm. And it penetrates into the sediment. Yeah. It, right. Three to four meters mm -hmm. is what they look for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the readings that they're getting. You got the name of the device, right? Yes. So the Sequest Hydrobox Echo Sounder Sonar device. That's a mouthful. Say that three times fast. No, I don't think. Okay, wait. Cyclist, <laughs> no, Hydrobox, I can't do it. Yeah. No, yeah, I it, literally. You know, one of my favorite parts of that interaction between him and Tony mm -hmm. were like, he's like telling, oh, Tony, yeah, go over here. And then he's like, I can't see the screen anymore. Yeah. So he like puts his sweatshirt over the top of it and makes uh -huh. himself a little. Uh, like a little hood. Yeah. <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Was Yeah, that was really good. And then he's going on to explain how you know maybe there's like a wall over here based off of you know some of the readings mm -hmm. and such as they're scanning. Yeah. And it's it's looking like there's there's something there, right? So he's something. getting something solid about yeah. a meter down and then just drops off. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's, it could be a wall. And Tony is mentioning that. I, I think I'm standing on it. Yeah. Well, he, he can feel the, the wood. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Pretty possible wooden stuff. structure. Pretty good stuff. They head back to lot 15, you know, with the, the new archaeology uh, team out there doing their stuff. Jack and Gary are continuing to metal detect with Gary's new toy. Uh, Jack has a new shirt. Yes. 
because he gave his other shirts to charity. That, that's right. And we got one of them. Well, we paid for one of them. We, we paid for, we, we donated to a charity that's for one right. of them. And well, we won a charity auction. How about that? Yes. Yeah. And so he's got a, it's still green, but you know, um, then Gary finds a possible stone structure hundred feet from the pine tar kiln. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack thinks that the stones were split. Gary says they shouldn't touch them until the archaeologists get a look at it. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. And then they go metal detect a little more. And uh, Gary says he really wants to find a Bobby Dazzler. Mm-hmm. And so what does he do? Finds a Bobby Dazzler. Well, he gets his trusty CTX 3030 yep. mine lab. Uh, the one we're dandy metal to. detector. Yeah. Right. So that's what we're taking it out for more surface finds because we are getting those lower, deeper yeah. hits. And um, so they get a hit. And Jax just starts digging like crazy, like with Take a little no tiny prisoners. shovel, too. What do you say? Going medieval. Yeah, on Jack that gets thing. medieval on the first dig. And they found an axe head, like really old, corroded axe head. That's pretty cool. An axe to cut wood. A wood cutting axe. That's yeah, actually, it's not. Um, it, he's <laughs> saying it's probably an axe they would have used on a ship for rigging, et cetera, or like a machete. Like a machete, yeah. All right, so uh, Jack probably Jack says it probably dates to before the money pit, or he's asking, I guess. Yeah, uh, more. And more or I less. think I think uh, Gary's agreeing. Mm-hmm. All right, so and then Gary finds a super old coin, or well, what we assume is really old, mm-hmm. but it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's got a giant hole in it. A square hole. D- don't Canadian money just normally have holes in them? Isn't that like a thing? No. What are you talking about? Like, not normally, but, like, don't they have coins that just, like, have giant holes in them? I do not think so. The only ones I've seen came were Chinese, and they were ones Dad brought home from the military. Oh, okay. So So you think that's Chinese? He said it's exotic. He says it's not American. My guess is it would be a Chinese that's if insane I had to guess. that's insane on oak island yeah on oak island and i don't think it just fell out of someone's pocket yeah that's just bizarre yeah i don't know that's crazy i mean if it's because they said it's like i mean if that's the thing that they were showing maddie blake and mm-hmm. it's like the oldest thing ever found on oak island or maybe in america mm-hmm. in the americas i mean wow but it doesn't mean that two thousand years later what didn't somebody had it carrying around and didn't and just drop it you know? yeah who knows so but even beyond that and these finds i mean while they're scanning i mean jack practically trips over (laughs) this stone structure that's there that's i mean it's clearly something it's clearly something i I mean the way the rocks are cut and they both are like oh my gosh we need to go tell Laird. (laughs) they're ready to run and jack is i i don't even want to step over it they're like Hey, that's they, a good team. I like they, it. They, they take it as serious business. Well, and that's what yeah. you want. I mean, so. you find something like that, and then you're finding artifacts. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. And it's not far from the kiln. It's very true. 100 feet away. Pretty crazy. Yep. All right. So um, then they go back to the research center to show off their top pocket find. Of course, because, you know, we got to wrap it up in there. Yeah. Well, Charles is like, what'd you, what, what's up, guys? And they're like, I don't know. I got something up here. My yep. Fuck it. And Charles like, oh, let me see. And he's like, well, yeah. maybe, you know, actually, let's, this is good enough. To, let's bring in the Michigan mob. Yes. So he <laughs> says, let's give them a call while they're in quarantine. And he gets everybody all excited. Yeah. And they're like, oh, are you excited? He's like, yeah. 
Let's let them in the top us. bunk here. And he goes, yes, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I was thinking, that Whoa, is okay. messed up. Your boss is in quarantine <laughs> and you You're teasing? Taunting. He's taunting him. Like, taunting. Man, if Did you check out Jack's face? Because he was shocked that Gary would do that. It's crazy. Oh, and what did Marty say? Rick, what do you think about these guys dorking us around? <laughs> <laughs> and Rick, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess they had to play along. I, what are you going to do? You can't leave the house. No, maybe when the camera shut off, he's like, okay, yeah, take a look at this. I doubt but, it. You know, I, I highly You, you think they it. made him wait the extra day? To I get guarantee. Yeah. Pretty neat. And that's kind of where the first episode ended, you know, with that little cliffhanger for, for the, um, the leadership of the fellowship. Yep. But so, next week on. Next week on the Curse of Oak Island. The Michigan mob is out of quarantine. That's right. And Doug's saying, you know, it feels like the fellowship's finally, you know, we're all getting back together again. Yeah. Yes. That's what we love. Go team fellowship. These guys, these guys have nothing but like deep respect and love for each other. Oh, so seriously. All right. So then we have Jack and Gary. They're metal detecting together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Duh. Durr. And then uh, they found, they find something that makes Jack exclaim, uh, what the? Yeah. <laughs> and that's all you hear. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, it, it freaks him out after he's like gone to town digging on it. I mean, Jack <laughs> is in full digging for us right is. now. He sure is. Uh, this piece was really interesting to me. So the wash table. Mm. You, had, you have had, Steve out there and two new people we haven't seen before. Yeah. Two, uh, but uh, it's like almost like maybe Steve graduated and he's the lead of the wash table now. You know, I thought he only found rocks at the wash <laughs> table. <laughs> No, that's, well, that's just what he finds first. Oh, got it. Yeah, he filters. Yeah. Um, but then, so they hand it to Steve and he says, this is what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. It might be the find of the year. Like what? That. <sighs> Man. The find of the year. It was like a piece of lead, right? I I don't oh. know what it was. Yeah. I wasn't there. I know nothing, honestly. I know. And. The, yeah, it's pretty exciting though. Uh, I mean, the coin was exciting, and mm -hmm. this might be the find of the year. Pretty exciting. Might though. Yeah, and so then what do we have? We had David. Um, this is McInnes, right? Mm -hmm. He says that not only is this thing, whatever they're looking at, is man-made, it could go back to 1500. And Laird says that it could have been used for construction of the money pit. There you go, Laird. He's going back. He's, he, Laird's and getting excited we, about the money pit. I know. Laird's like, bring what? on. He must be team money pit now or something. Gee whiz. Whew. So we have a lot to look forward to next week. We sure do. Uh, the episode actually ended at the very end with a little uh, in memory of Kevin Burns. Yes, that was so nice. So we haven't really, we haven't talked about that on this episode, mm -hmm. obviously, but. Kevin Burns was the uh, creator of mm -hmm. the Curse of Oak Island. Yep. He approached Rick and Marty Lagina about, you know, making this a TV show because um, he thought it'd make a TV. And guess what? He was right. Dude was a visionary. Well, yeah. And got to give him credit because they've been, they'd been approached multiple times before. And it was Kevin that got them to do it. He got them to sign on the dotted line with Prometheus Entertainment and they made one of the best shows of all time, you know, the number one rated like cable TV show on Tuesday nights. I mean, show. that's amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, like three to 4 million people in the United States and Canada watch it. And then around the world, 10 million to some people. I think that's what someone told yeah, us. Yeah, something time. like that. And I mean, that's a lot of people. A lot of people are really invested in what's happening. And we wouldn't know any of it if it weren't for Kevin uh, Burns. So, right. uh, you know, rest in peace, Kevin Burns. But I, I mean, it was nice at the end. They had a little... You know, in memory mm -hmm. of. So. Yep. 
All right. So um, that is the episode, but we're not done yet. We got a couple things going on. How okay. about, would you like to, uh, is it clot worthy time? Yeah. Let's Stop. go ahead. Clot worthy time. All right. Let's talk about what the clot worthy moment is real quick. So as you guys all know, could it be in Robert Clotworthy, our wonderful narrator, always has what we call a clotworthy moment uh, or 12. And <laughs> But we picked two, two of our favorites and put them out there for you to vote on. And then we share with you next week what the winner was. And that's usually, it's usually in the form of a question. Yeah, usually. Yeah, he's, he's good at that. All right. So, uh, what are the contenders for the clotworthy moment this week? All right. So first one is a pine tar kiln, possibly constructed by the British military and dating as far back as the 16th century, nearly two centuries before the discovery of the money pit. Wow. That was a lot. Yeah, it was. Hmm. Pine tar kiln. You can't, that's something that you can't say three times fast either. No a pine tar kiln. Yeah, um, cool, good clotworthy moment. So it's, it's going up against something, and what is it? All right, it is going against a tunnel, one that possibly connects the C1 shaft to the mysterious rock formation on lot 15, the same formation that is noted as being a tunnel entrance on the survey map of the late Fred Nolan. Wow. You like the long ones. Yeah, so. I really enjoy the extended cut, uh, like the, the clot worthy extended yeah. cut. Yeah, I do. It's good stuff. Oh, uh, I thought those were both really good ones. All right. So, a tunnel or a pine tar kiln. Yes. All right. So, if you want to vote on this week's clot worthy moment, yes. all you got to do is go to facebook.com slash oak island podcast yes there will be a post there hopefully later today mm -hmm. where you can choose one or the other mm -hmm. and you can make your voice heard and choose the clot worthy moment of the week you could also vote on twitter yes and you find us on twitter by going to twitter and finding at oak island pod right mm -hmm. so it will be you'll have to click to select on facebook or on twitter the only way your vote counts is if you use the poll there it doesn't count in the comments, guys. You got to use the little button. Got to use the click. button. So keep an eye out. Uh, Dustin will get those posted uh, probably this evening. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to vote for them. And we'll get to share them with you next week. That's right. We'll, we'll tell you who won. Mm -hmm. All right. So now is a fun moment. This is something brand new to us. It is trivia time. We want one of you guys to call us right now. Call. Wait. Three, what? Did you open the line I back did. up? Yep. Okay. 360-836-4549. Somebody call us. We'll put you on the air with us right now. We'll ask you a trivia question. About and then the you, yeah, about this episode. And if you get it right, you'll get an Oak Island t-shirt. How cool is that? The coolest. It's the coolest. So somebody give us a call. Don't be shy. Let's hear from someone. Let's hear from someone. Well, yeah, let's hear, let's listen. Or let's, uh, somebody give us a call. 360 836-4549. All right. We'll see. Um, otherwise, while we're waiting, mm -hmm. should we uh, talk about either where they can find us on social? Sure, go for it. Wrap that up. So you guys already know on Facebook, Burke, hmm. Facebook, we're at Oak Island Podcast. Very active community there. We also have a Facebook group, which is, could it be a Facebook, a <laughs> Could it be an Oak Island group? 
Yeah, there you go. So it's it's affiliated with our page, which is at Oak Island Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Oak Island Podcast. Twitter, we are on Oak Island Pod. Our email. Mm-hmm. Oh, got a call. We do have a call. One moment, and I'll see if I can patch them in. Hello? You're on Oak Island Podcast. Who is this? Oh, this is Beth. Beth? Dana. Oh, Dana. Hey, Dana. How's hey, it Dana? going? Huh? It's going good. I'm watching you guys now. Hi. I should, like, turn it down. Yeah, probably. So, hi. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for calling in, and thanks for being our guinea pig. Yes, yeah, seriously. And uh, we're excited okay. to ask you an Oak Island trivia question. But first, before we do that, how did you enjoy the episode last night? Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was amazing. I've been waiting since what April. I know. So yep. I think I think we all needed that. It was what with you guys, like four hours of awesome. So, <laughs> oh, thank so you. you guys did a great job last night. Oh, thank you with Laird and with Steve, right? Yeah, so good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in to our pregame show. And would you recommend that to anybody else that is uh, listening that hasn't been there yet? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You guys cool. just make it so much fun. And the interviews were terrific. Oh, good. And they were so funny. They were so funny. <laughs> so, what was on Steve's pants? I, I don't know. I Someone said something about a dryer sheet, and I was like, <laughs> I missed that. So I missed we're going to have to go back and check it out. Steve? Well, I thought that he found, like, a dryer sheet on his pants, and then he pulled it off. It was really, really cute. <laughs> so, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> we'll find out. All right. So, um, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll look into it. Um, all right. So we're going to ask you an Oak Island trivia question right now. This trivia question will show up on Monday when we do our Oak Island trivia. Okay. And so, okay. Um, so anybody listening right now that wants to join us on Monday at 5 p.m. <laughs> uh, Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can do that, and you'll have one answer ready to go already. All right, so here's the trivia question. Uh, it's multiple choice, and is what part of Oak Island was the primary focus of archaeologists Larry Niven, David McInnes, and Aaron Taylor during this episode? One, Smith's Cove. Two, the swamp. Three, lot 15. Four, the money pit. Well, that would have to be three, lot 15. We have Woo! a winner! Yay! Yeah. yeah, I'm so glad. Yeah, I, I did not. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, hey, congratulations, Dana! You won an Oak Island T-shirt from our Redbubble store that actually just uh, launched today. Yes, it's got very few things on it, but we are going to be expanding it yes. over the next week or two. And um, I will uh, so send us a Facebook message, and we will send you a link, and you can choose whatever you want. T-shirt. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Hey, thank you so thank you so much, and thanks for uh, tuning in today. And we hope you have a great day. Hey, you too. Okay, talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. Could thanks. it be? All right. Bye. Hey, that was awesome. That was awesome. I forgot to push our special button for that though. No, we that that comes next. You haven't forgot that yet. Oh, We're I good. haven't. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we would need to do that now. But congratulations to Dana. We're Yay! really happy for you and excited. So I'm glad thanks. you won. All right, so go ahead and press your button now. Whoa, hold the phone. Oh, hello, hello. Where you been all my life? Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> all right, so this is the portion where we're going to do um, 
uh, emails mm -hmm. from listeners or we'll do uh, voicemails if we have them. Yes. We don't have any voicemails today because we actually had somebody call in and I just answered the phone and chatted with the person for like 10 minutes earlier. Yeah. yeah. But he did send an email too. So oh, fantastic. We'll, Let's we'll go ahead and do that. All right. So we have the first email. It says, uh, Hey, Deidre and Dustin, I may have, I may or may not have yelled. No. When the uh, diver dropped the shiny gold looking coin in C1, I know the guy felt awful. I hope they were able to retrieve it somehow later on. This season looks like it's going to be amazing. Thanks for all the, the, the both of you do. That's from Becky D. Thanks, Becky. And yeah, <sighs> we may have done the same thing. Yeah, we were like, no. I swear <laughs> I heard all acorns yeah. like around like, collectively the world. around the world. Yeah. No. It's almost like uh, in Star Wars when uh, Alderaan exploded. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, like he was far away, but he could feel it. That's a bit dramatic for um, a coin falling. It's the same thing, basically. <laughs> All right. So the next one is great show. Um, the old survey is going to be ready or a really big key. The two stone structure is interesting. The coin that Gary found looks Chinese to me. Hey. And the rest of the season will bring answers and he'll create more questions. And that's from our friend, Jeff W. Well, thanks, Jeff. And you know what? Hmm. There's always more questions. <laughs> There's always more questions. <laughs> All right. Then we have another one that says, it was terrific. Pre-game was amazing. I really enjoyed how they got us caught up uh, fairly fast. Mm -hmm. I just kept smiling with Gary and Jack. Their enthusiasm was catching. Uh, I thought the new equipment methods and methods discussed along with the new faces made this uh, season start off with such a new, fresh feeling. Mm -hmm. I'd point. agree. Uh, I was ready to dive into the hole myself after, uh, though, uh, to catch that shiny thing that was dropped. Uh, have a great day. And that's from our friend, uh, Galia. Yay! Galia K. Well, thank you. Uh, we got a couple more. Um, hey, really enjoyed yesterday's podcast uh, live stream. Steve and Laird were awesome. Loved Drilling Down episode. They love yes. teasing Maddie, don't they? Oh, they and sure us. do. All right. Uh, they were... Uh, but those were some uh, happy faces yesterday. Uh, episode one did not disappoint. So much to discuss. Unfortunately, I have a dentist appointment, and it looks like it'll be a long one. So I'm not sure I'll be back to catch any of the recap today. Uh, well, you can catch us when you, you'll get us when you get us. Yeah. All right. But my question is, where was Dave Blankenship? I can understand if he was being cautious about the virus um, and not actively uh, involved in activities on the island. But he wasn't even on any Zoom calls. Hope all is well with him. You know what, uh, that's Maddie? From, that's from Trish M. Oh, thank you, Trish. Thank you, Trish. That, that's so kind of you. And yes, yeah. you can watch this whenever mm -hmm. or listen because, of course, it's going to go on our normal podcast feed. Yeah. Uh, yes, in regards to David, uh, we don't know him personally no. or anything. Uh, but Maddie did mention uh, on his post after uh live that because mm -hmm. people were asking so everything's fine everything's good with him and yeah, his health fine. he just wasn't in this episode yep so nothing to report he said uh he's pretty sure dave will be showing up so I'll oh just i have look no doubt dave yeah like the rowdy guy rowdy dave the rowdy one all right so thanks trish um and then we got one last email we got uh, it says, it was a pleasant surprise when I got to speak with you this morning. Oh, this is Jeff. Ah. Because he called and I just answered. Um, I won't get into uh, my top pocket moments again, but I wanted to share what made me laugh. I think we could have a bingo game out of the uh, changing head and uh, face hair changes from scene to scene. Oh, yeah. Because like... Uh, 
like it was like one scene and then it showed like three oh, different yeah. interviews with like rick and he had like shorter hair longer hair uh doug pointy, was the same way pointy eyebrows trimmed right. eyebrows <laughs> it's the the game of quarantine hair yeah i, I like that he said uh bingo though oh bingo <laughs> bingo thanks terry yeah thanks terry um yeah it's, he also said and uh, honestly who didn't laugh out loud for real at the dropping of the coin and animation of the same in C1. Like the animation. I don't know. I think everyone was just like, no, more than laughing. Well, the animation, I had it like flipping, like you yeah. were saying. Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was uh, comforted, not because there were millions around the world watching the uh, island come back to life, but because I knew my friends were smiling and feeling upbeat like Gary Drayton. Cheers. And that's from Jeff S. Aww. Thanks for, thanks for reaching out, Jeff. Yeah, seriously. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, we want to say thank you guys for reaching out to us. That was a lot of fun to read those. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll do that every week. You guys send us some emails. We'll take a little bit of time to yeah. read them out. All right. So we have one more thing. Mm -hmm. um, we have a five-star review. I haven't read these in a long time. So I um, just want to get one of these out. And uh, we want to thank Dana's Pod for leaving this iTunes review. It's Or iTunes. Uh, Apple Podcast Review. It says, more than fans. They are real treasure hunters. That's us. Dustin and Deidre White have crafted an entertaining podcast that is equal parts fanboy slash fangirl and experienced treasure hunt researchers. Their serious investment in the dig has landed them interviews with the cast, with cast members and leading scholars on the subject of Oak Island. Uh, Beyond the theory talk, however, is a healthy dose of delightful geekiness. So geeky. Including the creation of multiple sets of collectible cast trading cards, weekly live stream contest and potential a potentially disturbing obsession with all things uh billy gerhardt <laughs> bill we Come are away. billy's fan club yeah we love billy i love good billy sighting yeah. uh check them out they're so good that the cast members are regular audience members during facebook live sessions boom goes the dynamite yep. hey thanks dana dana's pods for yeah. leaving that message that just makes our makes me feel it warm, makes me and, fuzzy warm right and fuzzy right here and yeah. you know i'm for those who are just listeners uh that aren't watching this but huh. i'm looking at the chat and i'm seeing dana's here and oh. she's saying that's me and she's the one that so, just won thank you and she just won our uh 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 I, it's all kind trivia she's she just won a t-shirt dana killing it thanks you're yeah, awesome thank thanks you. for thanks for uh showing us all that love so, appreciate it yeah if you want your review to be read well, it should be a five star <laughs> and get it on there. Uh, we like to check them out and we read all of them. Yes. Uh, of course, we like feedback and yeah. always that's yeah. how we grow and get better. And yeah. we'll continue to try to get great interviews. Hey, before we go, though, I want to do one more thank you. Thank you to Deidre because Deidre, yeah, she does all the work on this podcast. Like, you know, I'm here. And yeah. I take notes and stuff, but Deidre is the one that gets it out, gets everything set up, the back end, probably the front end too. Like everything about the podcast she does. So Deidre, I just want to say thank you and you're awesome. Thanks, babe. Yeah. Well, I do welcome. all the technical. I just show up. And <laughs> and the lighting yeah. everything. and anything mm -hmm. else. I'm holding a mouse yeah. just so that I can. Yeah. Keep well, track. she's awesome. She even like. Uh, let me get LASIK surgery this year. So yeah, thanks, babe. Yeah, I, I'm, awesome. I'm here to help your eyes. Yeah. All right. So um, next time we'll be on is on Monday. We have yes. trivia at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, uh -huh. 8 p.m. Eastern. And there'll be 30 Oak Island trivia questions based on season, 
eight, episode one of the Curse Broke Island. Correct. Uh, you guys, your goal is to go there and make sure that you beat Jeff S from Arizona because he usually he wins a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, we need more people to join us. And we have a ton of fun. Like literally, we have uh, just I don't know dozens and dozens of people uh, playing Oak Island trivia together and just having a great time, having a blast. We do. It, it's definitely one of my favorite times of the week. Um, mm-hmm. yeah so I already told you all our social media handles the only other thing is our email if you want to email us is oakislandpodcast at gmail.com that's right um, you could also come and visit us on a live stream we're going to have on Tuesday one hour before the Curse of Oak Island uh, uh, airs, airs <laughs> on the east coast we will have that uh, pregame where we just hang out chat mm-hmm. about what happened last week, what we think might happen this week, and just have a good time with each other. Maybe we can convince someone else to come hang out with us. Sometimes we do giveaways like we did last night. We had a couple people win t-shirts just showing up and hanging out at our live stream. Mm -hmm. And like we said, we had like we had legends on our live stream last night. Man, you guys were blowing up the chat. You had great questions for them. And yeah. I loved that I could put them on the screen and ask them. Yeah, but it was, it was right hard. There. You couldn't keep up with them. Like you couldn't some you just missed them. That I missed a lot. Yeah, like I can literally Scott Barlow was having dinner with like you went back and looked at the yeah. at the chat from last Him night. And Dave and other crew members were all watching the live stream and hanging out at dinner. It. Yeah, and we missed it. But thanks for watching. Yeah. Thanks thank for hanging you. out. Um, if you one last thing that we would like to talk about is we have Patreon yes. to support us if you'd like. So you can go to patreon.com slash oak island podcast and you can um support us on like a with a monetary value per mm-hmm. month. And um, it used to be where people that support us would get these trading cards every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something we just, we tried to keep up with and it wasn't a thing anymore. So Six we actually, every month's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. And we took that off of the Patreon um, thing. So if you um, want to change your membership with Patreon, please feel free to. Yeah. Um, but what we're going to do now is just, uh, <laughs> well, like, I mean, we'll just, send we'll just appreciate stuff. your support. Yeah. Yeah. We'll occasionally send random stuff to our patrons, but we're just going to appreciate your support going forward. And um, we're going to use whatever money we do get from that to just roll it right back into the podcast mm-hmm. into prizes for everybody to yeah. win during these live streams and stuff. And, um, you know, if that's something you'd like to do, please feel free to do it. Mm-hmm. And we would really appreciate it. And thanks yeah. to everybody that already has. Um, like, literally, the past, like, since the, season ended i think we've refunded every month yep. of uh, patreon because we couldn't fulfill that trading card thing yeah but now the trading card thing is gone but we will keep making them oh, and we'll just we keep, are we yes. will occasionally send them to people but it's just not going to be like a guaranteed thing because you know, we have a life and we have a lot going on so we do so but we appreciate anytime anybody supports we're us. still going to be making them um but it's just not going to be on like you said the same way yeah uh, doing six a month is a lot it's a lot and but the only way still you're gonna be able to get them is if you're a patron but they, those will be things that we'll be sending out so we are still finishing up the superhero series and actually we're doing an expansion pack for pirates knights and kings yep we gotta add some new people like dr ian spooner doesn't have a pirates knights exactly. and exactly gotta fix it yeah and so those are gonna be things that are given away not for sale mm-hmm. just fyi yep and like you could win those through Oak Island trivia. So there you go. There's mm-hmm. options to get it. All right. The last, last thing is 
redbubble.com slash people slash Oak Island pod. That's where you'll find our uh, Redbubble store and you can uh, purchase some t-shirts there and stuff. That's where Dana is going to go to pick her Oak Island t-shirt yep. she wants. Um, she can even wait a couple days until we get a couple more uh, designs on there if she would like because it's, yeah. it's, I'm trying it's to barely clean it started. Mm-hmm. It's barely started. We've got so. the Gerhardt design. We have Steve's walk tall and carry a big stick design yeah, yeah. and we have the oak island friends design up yep. right now so there's some cool stuff there but uh-huh. we, we got we got more coming yep promise yep all, all right. right i think we're done i think that's it hey thanks to everybody that came in the chat today you guys are awesome we Thank saw you. lots of cool uh chatter going on uh thanks to everybody listening all over the world we have uh you know we're like in almost every country so yeah Woo! thanks you guys all right well until next time could it be Oh, hello, hello, where you been all my life? Hello, Dolly.